Hello, comrades. Welcome to Turnbuckle Boogie. I'm Timothy Styles, and with me is professional wrestler, uh, Cutthroat Cody Hancock. Yahoo! <laughs> All right, go ahead and explain. Mario. Yeah, I know who it was. Explain what? I just wanted to... I just want to say Mario. You know, you're like my 10-year-old daughter. She makes (laughs) random noises, too. They're the best. I I oftentimes, professional wrestling made me learn how to add sound effects to everything Mm -hmm. and The Simpsons. Because whenever I burp, because of Homer Simpson, I say belch while I'm burping. And it makes it a lot more fun. Mm. Do you have one loaded so I can get an example? No, I don't. And I'm sans drink, but... If something brews up, I'll give you a good one. Oh, okay. Well, fantastic. Well, folks, if you uh, enjoy the show, whatever you do, do not go to turnbuckleboogie.com and click on the gimmick table. Don't do it. And buy a t-shirt. Whatever you do, don't do that. You should not do this. See, I'm trying like a reverse psychology thing. Like if I say, don't do it because only nerds wear these things. Losers. That's right. And you're too cool for that. Too cool for school? Absolutely. Smoking in the boys' room. (laughs) Anyway, we'll see if we move any shirts. Yeah. (laughs) Buy some. No, don't. Don't buy any dummies. Whatever you do. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead and plug whatever you got. We'll get the show rolling. Uh, We got uh, Brain Buster Tees. Uh, as well, you can buy a cutthroat Cody beanie to keep your melon warm. Um, there's also a cutthroat cutthroat Cody shirt. Your own name? No, I'm having a hard day today. Uh, you can you can get a cutthroat Cody shirt as well. Uh, I've got the death fruit shirts on me. If you want to pre-order one, uh, I'm out of pre-orders. Just buy a shirt. Buy shirts. Buy beanies. Uh, I'll say, don't buy the turnbuckle boogie stuff and don't buy my stuff either. Just buy stuff. Subliminal. <laughs> Let's boogie. Hello, buddy how are you my body hurts because of uh i finally found an honest chiropractor <laughs> i didn't think they existed okay yeah yeah go, go and on. so thankfully because casey just had her powerlifting meet mm-hmm. which she did spectacular in um your fiance my fiance casey and she went nine for ten on all of her lifts Basically white lit all of them, but one, um, what's white lit mean, uh, white, when you get the white lights, it means that the three judges passed you. So white light is good. Red light is bad. Ah, I see. So she only red lighted one lift and I think it may have been bench, but I can't remember, but she placed new state records and her numbers actually were so good that she could qualify for nationals next year. So our trainer, uh, Steve and Rachel, uh, were in town from Hawaii and they got us set up with a couple that they know that the lady does massage and the gentleman does, uh, some chiropractic work. And we both went in and got some body work done and they, uh, they might be able to help with my instability a little bit. So this is like 
it's exciting news. What's you have instability? I have instability, uh, which I thought was due to scar tissue, and I was going to a physical therapist well, hold on, before. Stop! I'm asking you what is what does that mean to have instability? So a musculature instability. Um, I posted a picture not too long ago on my Instagram of my upper body, right? And you can see how one side is significantly what's that more muscle full. group. Um, the muscle group, it's mainly anything in my upper body from my neck, my trap, right. my the, pec, my lat. Uh-huh. Um, I have an instability, and we thought it was because of my surgery scar right. on the right side of my body. But it turns out that it might be uh, more structural uh, with, um, I guess, that my rib was out of place. My hips are out of place. This doesn't make any sense to me. I think the surgery scar makes more sense. It, it does, but at the same time, I'm willing to take a shot. I I've never been to a chiropractor that I didn't tr- or that I trusted before. Um, however, their body of work speaks for itself, and so far they were able to reset some things on me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back for a few more visits. Um, in order to see if we can get it figured out. But my range of motion just from going to one visit is vastly improved. Sure. Well, it's like popping your knuckles on your hand. Yes. It's it's something that... But it doesn't last forever. It doesn't last forever. I mean, honestly, I'm going to knock everything out of whack anyway. All it's going to take is like another match with Hammerstone and I'm fucked. (laughs) But no, um, the last time I went to a chiropractor, they told me, oh, we're going to have to work on you for like six months. And you should be coming <laughs> one to two times a week. Um, this guy has told me, we're going to work on you until you're fixed. And he said, I can tell you that it's not going to be six months. But I can tell you that you're going to have to co- keep on coming to see me until we get it corrected. So what's exciting about this is, is that if it does help my muscular instability, then I'm going to be able to start switching back over from bodybuilding to powerlifting which would be just beneficial for wrestling because then I would be able to do more power moves. Sure. So I have not deadlifted anything over, I think, 285 for reps mm-hmm. in close to a year. Well, I don't want to get your hopes up. Yeah. No, not at all. But at the same time, I feel physically better. Yeah. I have more range of motion. Yeah. And even if that's all I get from it. Sure. I'm happy. Hey, look, sometimes before cracking the carrot, I need to pop the knuckles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know why that made me pause for so long. <laughs> I'm just saying that I'm good to the next carrot cracking session. Ever that's the ritual? It's not a ritual. I'm not a maniac. But it kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get down to business. <laughs> I can't crack my own knuckles, so we're okay. Yeah, I, you know, I, I was not prepared for you to talk about this, so I have no idea. You know, uh, if memory serves, uh, chiropractors are, um, they're not close to, but they're a hop, skip, and a jump away from. They're not. I would say they're closer to closer to holistic doctors than they are to proper doctors and that's but, yes but uh it's not to say that they don't serve a purpose well and that's the thing too is i've always felt the same way that you did right you know i really did and it was because um not only have i heard like the dangers of doing it but 
also, I don't I, know if there's any dangers. Well, I mean, like if you have anyone shifting your bones in and out of place, sure, arthritis yeah. eventually, yeah. I guess. Correct, but with the type of activities that I do, I'm popping, shifting, moving, right, like things out of place all the time. So it makes sense that something might be out of alignment. Sure. And it makes sense that there could be a possibility of putting it back into place. So I, well, but I don't know. It's interesting because it's not like something is coming out of socket. I guess I'm just not up to my shoulder does come out of socket. Yeah, but that's probably that's out on of socket. Own. I would yeah. go see a doctor if that came out. Oh, doctors! I don't like them. I'm joking. I'm not <laughs> okay. joking. I hate doctors. Um, why do you hate doctors? Because I don't trust doctors the same way I never trusted chiropractors or used car salesmen or lawyers or politicians. That's an absolutely stupid uh, thing to say that you don't trust. Is that what the word you use? Yeah. Trust doctors? There's, this is why I don't trust doctors. Sure. Okay. When I tore my rotator cuff. They're all smart with their doctorates and stuff. I wouldn't necessarily say that they're smart. <laughs> when I tore my rotator cuff, I did some research. Mm. And the research that I did said that something that would probably heal me quickly mm-hmm. was one of two things. One was human growth hormone and the other one was DECA. And those are steroids. Right. So normally when sports athletes receive an injury, that is normally the protocol that they follow in order to get better faster. Sure. So I went in, I explained my situation. I told them how I got hurt. And the response from the doctor was, yeah, well, you know, from the imagery, we can see that you also have arthritis and tendonitis. Um, We're not going to give you human growth hormone. We're not going to give you DECA. We're going to give you a cortisone shot and we're going to do a series of three cortisone shots. And then we're going to put you in physical therapy. Right. Okay. Here's the problem with cortisone shots. And especially when it comes to people that have tendonitis, the more cortisone shots that you take, the more it weakens your tendons. So I'm already in a situation to where I have tendonitis. Mm-hmm. Why would I accept a quarter, three no less cortisone shots of this period of, I believe they give me a timetable of six to eight months mm-hmm. in order to recover. And not only that, but then I, I took one cortisone shot and then I went to their physical therapy, which was absolute shit. It was a little tiny meat market where they weren't paying attention to anybody doing anything mm-hmm. here. Just do this. Oh, here, just do this. Oh, here, just do this. Now, granted for myself, I have a little bit more common sense about moving my body more than an elderly person, but they weren't even spending time with the elderly mm-hmm. who were struggling and doing it wrong. They weren't there to stand next to them and say, Hey, you need to stabilize your feet. You need to be, bend your knees a little bit and you need to lift your arms in a Y motion sure. here. Just do this. And, and it was the most ridiculous thing. Right. I ended up, well, they're generally third uh, physical therapy places are generally third party places are not attached to the doctor's office so maybe you just got a bad one well but so i here's the thing i've had a bad doctor before sure right i've had terrible experiences in the medical field especially when it came to my lung surgery Mm -hmm. right like my surgeon ripped out a series of chest tubes that were supposed to be specifically cut in order for me not to be in pain Mm -hmm. and he decided not to do it anyway because he was being a dick about it right Uh so 
and then the whole entire fallout through dealing with the rotator cuff stuff, I didn't take the second or third cortisone shot. Mm-hmm. I actually, there was a physical therapy appointment that I was going to miss because of a jury duty summons. Ah. I called them four days in advance. Shouldn't you be able to t- say that? At, you actually have an excuse. Yeah. Normally, I have to go into jury duty and go, hey, look, I can't sit <clears throat> in the jury because, you know, of, I, I hate all the black people. Well, re- re- I'm not going to say that because <laughs> I don't hate all the black people. I think that was I, the move to do back in the day. Well, like, I can't do that because I'm kind of racist. Well, and, and, I've never had to say this. Yes. I just think it's funny that, but I have been in a room where someone stood up as like, hey, look. I think that black people belong in the ghettos. Like, whoa, yikes! Yeah, and, just to get out of jury duty, you and, say this? And well, he might. It might not be just to get out of jury duty. Maybe that's, that's how they actually felt, uh, because there are <laughs> people did? in the world that feel like that. <laughs> I guess. But why would you announce that in a room full of all yeah. different kinds of people? That it's there's some there's some very loud and proud people that should have nothing to be loud or proud about. But no shit. Um. So. I try. I left messages uh-huh. to the physical therapy place mm-hmm. four days in advance. It was, I think, a forty-eight hour notice that you would have to give them if you were not going to be able to make your appointment. Right. I end up getting billed mm. for the appointment that I told them I couldn't go to, and then the next week I got another bill, even though I tried to tell them like, "Hey, there's something wrong with this." Oh, well, you know, we'll try to get adjusted. We'll try to get taken care of. They billed me for three appointments. Right. I dropped my insurance. Why? Why am I going to pay for insurance when they're not actually going to take care of me? And from my perspective, the only thing that they're doing is they're trying to take my money. Well, yeah, that's the sad part about... uh... Um, the medical portion of this country, apparently. So, so, yes, sir. I hate doctors. But I don't think it's fair to lump all doctors in there. I don't think it's fair to lump all doctors in there, but I'm going to tell you this much You're right now. You're a doctorist. Yeah. Once bitten, <laughs> twice shy. Thrice bitten, stop biting me. Right? I don't think that's the way the thing goes. Sure. How about, uh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Don't do it again. Won't get fooled again. Yeah. I'm, that, that has a better flow to it, but I just like saying no, thrice. I remember, you remember that? The George Bush. Yeah, George Bush. Won't get, won't get fooled again. You fool me once, shame on you. Fool me again. You can't done to him. Fool me. I don't fooled again. <laughs> I just like that he quoted a Who song. It was, it, he attempted a very valiant effort from he, George Bush. Yeah, he did his best. Good grief. Is Trish Stratus, and she is a six-time women's champion here at the WWE. That's a record. I bet you wish she was your own. Look at how hot Trish Stratus is. Man. Oh, that top is about to come out of that top. And look at those jeans. Nice little princess, aren't they? Really? Well, the women's champion. Hey, look, they're, they're, they're torn. They're ripped. Just to search strategic places. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You know what? 
It feels so good to feel appreciated. Thank you. I've always appreciated Trish. I'll tell you, those idiots in the States. Bizarrely now. I mean, they just don't get it. You know what I mean? I mean, you should see the things they call me. It's, it's, it's disgusting, frankly. They're a bunch of USA holes. Oh. But listen, I'm not here to gloat, but uh, I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. You see, I told Lita that if she faced me at New Year's Revolution, it would be over, just like that. And as you can see by the shiny title on my shoulder, Lita's oh-so-inspiring comeback is over, just like that. Kiss it goodbye. And you know what? Not only did I beat her, but I absolutely destroyed her knee, which means she'll be out for a long, long time. She's out. Too bad, too. Kelly talking bizarre land. Now, out. Lita, honey, just in case you're listening, I, I know it's going to be a long, long road to recovery and, and a lonely road at that. And I just want to let you know that there is a locker room full of men who would be more than happy to impregnate you <laughs> and give you that baby that you keep yammering about. <laughs> I mean, just because your knee is messed up doesn't mean your uterus isn't open for business. <laughs> So anyway, so you saw a chiropractor. I, I saw a chiropractor. I saw a massage therapist. Um, I I feel pretty good today. I had some really good range of motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I showed up today, I kidnapped Nikolai Bukakis, aka Nick Bugatti. Oh boy. Yeah, and we went to the Is gym. This you're doing giving him the nickname. Yeah. Everyone that has to train with you, like, hey, Nikki Two Burgers and Nikolai Bukakis. Bukakis and. Uh, Jablomi. <laughs> Not everyone has a nickname. Oh, no. Now, Nikki Tuberger is Just the people nick- you talk down to? No. <laughs> the, the ones that have nicknames are the ones that I love. Right. Nikki Tubergers is Nikki Tubergers because I once watched him eat two double hamburgers. I don't see a big deal with that. Everyone's done it once. I, I to this day, even when I was bulking, I never ate two separate hamburgers. I would eat, like, a four by four, one- Okay, Patty. how does that make you any better than Nikki Tuberger? Because I don't need the extra carbs, man. And I'm oh. not saying that it's making me better than anybody. I'm just saying it was an identifiable thing that we laughed about. I'm like, Nikki Tuberger's over here. Well, that makes you Cody four burgers. Four patties. Okay. One burger, four patties. Cody, one <laughs> burger, four patties. Cody quad patty. Yes. That's perfect. It doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah, we tried our best. But... Nick Bugatti. I, I kidnapped Nick Bugatti. We ended up going to our new gym uh, called Big Scary Gym. And it's. Who names these gyms? Hey, I'm down with it, man. Uh, they've got two MMA rings in there that we were told that we can do some chain grappling in. 
and we ended up having a nice little chain session uh, mm-hmm. with wrestling. And then after that, my fiance showed up and we ended up doing a leg day. We hit some squats, uh, worked on some form and some depth. And now we are here today. And like, this is physically the best I've felt in a really long time, but yet I'm still a little bit sore from the chiropractor visit. Right. And about how about the Alexander Hammerstone match? Now, Alexander Hammercock. Right. I mean, <laughs> more nicknames. Oh, uh, the the Hammerstone match was everything that it needed to be. Um, it I was far more capable uh, in this match than I have ever been. Yeah. Um, it, admittingly, uh, Hammerstone's arms don't move the same way that other people's arms move. In what way? Less um, mobility because uh, he's jacked. Yeah, definitely less mobility. Um, so the. He needs to get that uh, rag on the end of the stick to take a shower. Absolutely. But no, it was the match was everything that needed to be. Obviously, Alexander Hammerstone was able to pull one out on me and I gave him a fight, though. And the the match got some pretty incredible feedback. Oh, that's good. Yes. Alexander Hammerstone is interesting because uh, he kind of has right now for people who don't know, he wrestles for MLW. I believe. Yes. Yes. Right. So he <laughs> he's just sort of a nondescript dude, just a super buff guy with uh, uh, long blonde hair. It is kind of long again, right? I'm not crazy. It, 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 it is long again, but I think that the the way that you are um, remembering, I think that there's been a lot more from Hammerstone because. Now, I'm not taking anything away from him. Right. What are the, the point I'm getting to is that, to me, he looks like a walking, talking death metal album cover. Yeah. And he he, he plays guitar, too. Not just any guitar. I think he plays, like, uh, you know, these guitars that have, like, jagged edges. Yeah, the like, flying Vs. Like warlocks. And yes. Shit like that. I mean. Hammerstone shreds. I'm just, Yeah. I would not, if he came out, he's like, I'm Alexander Hammerstone, a death metal dude. I'd be like, yeah, of course, I get it. Well, for me, the transition that he made, and I said this story um, on a podcast that I did with some gentlemen in the UK by the name of Ringsiders, and they were actually talking about Hammerstone. There was a period of time where Hammerstone looked so much like Triple H, and he embraced that. So Hammerstone would get kind of heckled. Which, by the way, I don't think he looks like Triple H at all. Fans would heckle him, and they would. Yeah, but that's very easy. It's it easy, is. It's easy to um, yell Goldberg at Ryback. Correct. He's a bald guy who has an almost goatee. Yep. And he's super buff, and he just flat. He just does squash matches. Yeah. That's an easy comparison. Other than that, he looks nothing like fucking Goldberg. It, it completely agreed. And I, I agreed the same thing with Hammerstone, but at the same time, we're talking about wrestling fans. And if you I are... I guess I fucking hate wrestling fans. Yeah, if you're being <laughs> jeered, right? You're being uh-huh. jeered by the crowd. They're going to go to the lowest common denominator. Right. And Hammerstone actually embraced that, right? To the point to where every now and again, when the crowd started mocking him, or if he wrestled in the crowd... Uh, the match prior and they were chanting single H right. The next show he would go out and do triple H's entrance. He would use pedigrees and matches. Sometimes he was smart enough to know that 
sometimes if you make yourself in on the joke, right, that people will end up finding you endearing for it. I guess if that's if if you're trying to be someone who's endeared. Yes, and and so here's because he's been doing uh, the Hammerstone Mania stuff off and on. So now that's kind of been as of late, right? So Hammerstone ended up having a tryout for Impact, uh, and the exact feedback was, "We really want to use you, but you look way too much like Triple H." Right. Hammerstone went and got a haircut. He went and bought a pair of stretchy jeans and he went and he got himself a leather jacket and then he got a pair of red tinted sunglasses. Right. And he proceeded to go back to uh, impact. They ended up using him for the one and done. Right. And then after that, he cut a promo uh, that was very akin to Brad Pitt's character in Fight Club. Very akin to that. So that was kind of the transition from Hammerstone getting out of trunks. Sure. And into the pants. Right. And into the leather jacket and into the sunglasses. Right. So death metal Hammerstone is, is that's the, the end result. So to see him transition from, I think that I've heard somebody say baby hammer to big hammer. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's been a really cool ride. He used to come out with a gigantic Thor's hammer when he was teaming with Joe Graves. It's yeah. one of your favorite stories with Spider Warrior being so, stuck underneath the shield. So fucking lame. Yeah. And, but, and unfortunately, man, like that we talked last episode about, you know, how some of these things in wrestling uh-huh. shouldn't be remembered fondly. But at the same time, there was people that they do kind of remember that fondly, even as bad as it was. It still got a reaction. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm interesting. I think there's two two ways to go about it. I think you can dumb down your product for children. The yes. WWE does it all the time. I also think that when I was a kid, all I wanted to be was an adult. Yeah. And I didn't like being talked down to. Yep. Or pandered to or any of that shit. You know what I mean? Like, when you were a kid, you wanted to go out on your own. You didn't want your parents around you all the time. You wanted to go out and do adult shit and say cuss words and, you know. Frack. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, it can go either way, quite honestly. I think that you can create a product that is um, aggressive and also PG without being pandering. <clears throat> and I And I agree with you, but at the same time, I don't think that someone needs to have a, uh, a, I don't know if it was plastic, a plastic hammer or whatever that uh, everyone has to pretend that they can't lift. Like it's right. Majolner or whatever, however you pronounce that stupid Thor's thing. hammer. Right. Well, the one thing that I will say is, is that, you know, what he's doing now compared to what he was doing then, in my opinion, is leagues above sure. what he has done. You know, and he he's doing the best work of his career right now. The Hammerstone that I wrestled in 2014 was not the same Hammerstone that I wrestled in 2022. He's putting in a lot of work. He absolutely is. And he knows what he's doing. Sure. And there's I've 
it's so funny to me because he's been posting clips from the match. Right. Yeah. You know, and anytime he posts a clip from the burning hammer, there's some internet nerd speaking of not liking wrestling fans. That's not a burning hammer. That's more of an inverted attitude adjustment. Oh, right. And it's just, (laughs) it's just so funny to just like it. I'm just kind of looking at it. I'm like, man, maybe I'm glad I'm not that over on the internet yet. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, wait till you get in. Uh, It'd be interesting to get to a point where you got to hear that stuff all the time. And it's easy to understand why celebrities just turn fucking stuff off. Yeah. I mean, not not only stuff off, but also maybe kind of turn into assholes when you meet them in public. You know, like they're. Yeah. yeah, I, I agree. Some people deserve it. Some people absolutely do deserve it, you know, like in, for instance, the, uh, the CM Punk thing that mm-hmm. just recently happened. Like, it's been very open that let's C- give context. Cause, uh, uh, geez, I had a conversation with a buddy of mine last night. He's like, Hey, I've been listening to your show. He does not watch any wrestling and hasn't in, uh, ever. Um, well, thank you, buddy. Yeah. Um, uh, He's the man behind uh, local music sensation Black Camaro. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, but uh, uh, so wait a minute. What were we about ready to the describe? The CM Punk stuff. Oh, yeah. So CM Punk uh, <laughs> tweeted, I think. Twatted. He twatted that uh, <laughs> he said, hey, there's a pandemic going on. Keep that in mind when you uh, rush me at the airport to sign a bunch of fucking, you know, eight by tens. Yep. You know, which, yeah, no duh. Which is an annoying thing in the in the first place. The idea that somebody would come up with a stack of eight by tens and go, "Hey, sign all these." I got an idea. How about you fuck off? Well, and so here's the main problem: is that CM Punk understands that there's a big difference between me coming up to you <clears throat> and saying, "Oh my goodness, I'm such a huge fan. I didn't know that you were gonna be here. I actually have my son with me, and he has a CM Punk action figure." Right. Right can I ask you to please sign this opened CM Punk action figure? That's not what these fucking neckbeards are doing. What these neckbeards are doing is they're calling the airlines and finding out where they're landing, right. when they're landing. And then they're trying to, they're not getting that stuff signed for themselves. Right. They're going around and they're trying to turn that on eBay right. and trying to raise a profit. That's why they have a stack. There was a, a moment in time when the traders market for professional wrestling, things had a lot more value. Right. But now, and it's not just because of people being accosted at um, airports. airports and things like that. I also think that it has to do with the fact is, is that when you sign up for these packages, you know, like these meet and greets and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and they can get X amount of things signed and they can pay to get those things signed, you know, it kind of drives the value down when you have to pay that much money to get someone's signature. Right. You know, so it's no different. Well, it's akin to the comic book boom when everything was a collector's edition. Right. When they weren't actually collector's editions, they just put it on there. So you would buy it. The death of Superman comic book. I had it. it. it, Everyone did. And they wanted to make it seem like, I Not also, everyone did. I also mm-hmm. had that ep- uh, that issue of uh, Batman getting his back broken. That entire series. Oh, Nightfall was wonderful. Signed by the 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 writer and the uh, um, the illustrator. You know, every, you know what I did with them? Give them away. 
I fucking read them and I threw them in the trash. <laughs> Fuck Tim. <laughs> Timothy <laughs> Styles. Why would you do this? You know why? Because my grandmother got them from me on QVC. So if it's available on QVC, how special is this shit? You know what I mean? Who fucking cares? I don't need to collect garbage. I feel that. I read it. I absorbed it. I'll remember it forever. I can bring it up in story and go, hey, I read that, the whole series with Azrael and stuff. If you get Alzheimer's, I will sit bedside with you and I will reread them all to you because you're my friend. Thanks. I prefer The Long Halloween. (laughs) The Long Halloween was good, too. Um, Yeah, but... Yeah, CM Punk has every right to tell these guys to fuck off. I know I would. I would I, actually, I would just not burn any calories. Just now, walk right by. And now the one thing that I will say is is I feel like the the response was very emotional. And you can tell it probably happened. Like, he probably put that on Twitter the moment that it happened. Right. But when you say it's a pandemic and then you have these fans that are, well, is this you jumping in the crowd during a pandemic and things of that nature? Right. I understand where... <clears throat> I think that if Punk would have chose his I remember words, seeing his response, though. What was that? His response was, everyone had to be tested to get in. There you go. And and that's the thing, too. So, uh, like I said, I think that if he would have left COVID out of it and been like, hey, please don't bother me at an airport, you know? Right. Like, I've been stopped uh, in public before mm-hmm. and I've been put in situations where I've had conversations that went way longer than they actually needed to go. Right. You know, uh, and it's something that I've always been able to walk out of those situations without losing my cool, but I could see how somebody would lose their cool. Like once again, for anyone that listens to the show and is wondering why I'm not responding to them on social media, mm-hmm. I've got hundreds of unread messages across Instagram and Facebook not Twitter because nobody cares there, but that I just, I can't keep up with this shit. I can't keep up with it. Well, I mean, you're not celebrity status yet, which is the hard part because I can't even handle it. And I'm not even there yet, but I'm, I'm hundreds. Well, what I'm saying is, is, um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't think to just reach out to any person of any status and be like, Hey man, fucking, you know, whatever. And I think it's understood that these people require no explanation. Right. You know what I mean? Like I've had, uh, I, I, I've only sent a message to two professional wrestlers that I can think of not counting yourself. And one, and one was confirming a Mick Foley signature because I bought a book with his autograph in it. Yes, sir. That I now have, which you now own. Um, and he reached back out and, uh, and said, yeah, that's me. Hell yeah. And I was like, Oh, great, man. Um, and then Taz, uh, I reached out to him wanting to know how to spell the Katahasha May. (laughs) And he he was quick to let me know that brother. That is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, let me say this. We're going to divert for a second because this has been on my mind and it's one of the few things that is actually wrestling related that's been on my mind. Everything else is completely just bizarro world stuff. Mush. You're Taz, right? You have created the Katahajime. Yeah. This sort of uh, rear naked choke. It's a head and arm triangle. Where you trap the arm up high and get down on a guy. And, and it's a choke. Yes. The way he does it. You know, it used to be 
pro wrestling, when they put you in the sleeper hold, they just, you know, Piper gets behind you. I'm going to hug your head. And he basically flexes a forearm and a bicep on either side of your carotid arteries, which it seems like bullshit, but no, very real. You you can, yes, you can apply that I remember, in a very real way. Yeah, I remember hearing a story from Adam Carolla, of all people, of being at a party and Piper showing up and somebody, I don't know if it was the blues traveler guy, was like, hey, man, fucking. Even better. He's like, hey, uh, show my friend how to do the sleeper hold. And Piper was super humble, like, ah. Yeah, I can't do I it. I can't do it. And, and a buddy was like, I'll let you put me out. Go ahead. And he's like, he put him in it. And he goes, all right, you're going to feel a little weird. And then he just out like a light. Yep. Um, but. So, but they're not, it was always illegal to, to cut off the throat. Yes. Well, Taz's move technically. Goes directly against your Adam's apple. Yeah. Directly. Yeah. What you, what he's doing is he's putting his forearm in front of your throat and then he's pushing your head forward into it. Yes. Um, you know, it's ECW. What do you want? They got no fucking rules. But dubbed the Katahaje May. I love a good word I don't understand. <laughs> You know what I mean? Indubitably. Like, uh, I know you don't understand indubitably, but there's a lot of people that have to ask me what indubitably means. I mean, from a different language. <laughs> no, I know. I know. He, like if uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, you know, hits the boom, yay, or whatever yeah. they yell. Uh, <clears throat> well, now I guess they yell the Kinshasa. Yeah. Uh, you know, it It doesn't matter what these words mean. It's just fun to yell. Yes. Katahaje May was way cooler every time than the Taz mission. Yeah. Although I was fine with Taz Mission. But now he's got a kid. His kid is in the ring. He's doing okay for himself. But man, Also made- enjoying the strip club like a fine up sounding gentleman that he is. I'm sure. And Have uh, you seen that video? N- no, I don't know what you're talking about. There, there's a video of Hook kicking it at a strip club with a stripper's ass in his face. And it's it's so brilliant. You just see his gigantic floof right. head of hair. It is amazing. But when he debuted uh, and he put on the Kata Hajime, uh, Taz was quick to point out, oh, that's a Kata Hajime. He's rebranded it. Red Rum. And I just remember rolling my eyes like how fucking stupid of a name. You know, I'm big on names. Yeah. People naming their moves something stupid. Red Rum's got to be right up there. It's Kata Hajime. That's fun to yell. Who wants to yell Red Rum? I don't know if I'm overly offended by it because I've heard of worse names. It's dumb. It's fucking from a fucking a classic movie that the everyone Shining, knows. Yeah. Yes. Murder backwards. Ooh. Red man. It's so stupid. Anyway, that's the one. He's already got a flaw on his card as far as I'm concerned. Well, I. Naming a fucking move Red Rum when, when Kata Hajime was perfectly acceptable. Hammerstone gave me some spinning face thingy mm-hmm. and he is like have you ever heard of the euro or groshi and <laughs> right. like i'm just i just kind of like look at him and i'm like i know i've heard of it right but i do not know what it is and he's like oh it's this thing and i'm like oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And what would you have called it um the whirly gig face ouchie <laughs> also described it quite well yes i spun a lot of times before he hit that move. 
Urogochi sounds fun. Urogochi! It's like Euro something. Euro Yeah. But that's, and I think that that's the thing too, is like they're still calling it the Kata Hajime. Are they? You've, yeah, they're like that's the Katahajime. Well, maybe someone got through to him and was like, "Yo, Red Rum is dumb." Well, I don't think that he's going to drop the name Red Rum. I think it's a lot like because if you remember Joey Styles, whenever he was commentating Taz's matches, right? The Katahajime was supposed to be the actual name of the choke that was a hold that was illegal in judo. Right. So he would always follow it up with. The Taz mission. Right. He's got him the Katahaje May. He has him the Taz mission. So I don't think it's going to be any different for Hook. He has him in the Katahaje May. He has him in the Red Rum. I think that it, that is most likely going to be the play that's going to be made. So you can you can have your cake, and maybe this doesn't work here. No, I get it. Yeah, thanks. It you makes know life easy on me. You always struggle with metaphors. I. The first one was purposeful. <laughs> it was ill applied. It was on purpose because I just want to say thrice. Uh-huh. That's all I wanted to say was thrice. Mm. Oh. oh, Michael. I still haven't caught my breath. We are back on yes! SmackDown. The Women's Champion Trish Stratus. Oh, my God. title. Oh, she's got to be my all-time favorite women's champion. I mean, she was so great in that gravy bowl match. And then how about that strong panty fest? She was tremendous. You think she's great? You have any bad to say about her? Look, I'm not here to knock her. I'd say let her knock her speak for themselves. I love Trish. Woohoo! Yes! Bowl. You know what they say? Stratisfaction guaranteed. And I'm, wait a minute. Oh, 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 oh wait no a minute. Chance. Oh, no. I got news for you. That ain't Declan. It's Mr. McMahon. Oh, wait a minute. You don't think that she isn't is good. Strong. You don't think for one minute that, that Mr. McMahon is coming out here to induct Trish into his club, do you? Oh, no. I, I never thought of that game. I think she's thought of it. Mr. McMahon said at the top of the show in a competition with co-owner Rick Flair that someone would be coming third inductee into his club tonight. Only William Regal and uh, good old JR enjoyed the club, and Jim Walsh did not do it. There's a little bit of a Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Just for a minute. Well. Hey, Trish, how you doing? Uh-oh. We'll get to your business here in just a minute. I want to take this opportunity to come out and let you know that uh, tonight, here in this very ring. Oh my gosh. Please don't get him upset. He might do something rash. All right, but nonetheless, a third individual will indeed join the. Vince McMahon, kiss my ass, Club. Oh, no. Oh, no. Trish, come over here, quick. But that's all right, because when I take my jacket off, when I drop my drawers. Oh, no. Oh, no. All you women, 
you'll be saying, you know what? Mr. McMahon, you really do have a really nice looking ass. What all the women are gonna say? I can say that about Trish. But... As a matter of fact, Trish, I think you'd probably agree with uh, that assessment. After all, you and I, we go back a ways, don't we? Uh-oh. I mean, I distinctly remember you telling me sometime in the past when, when we had a closer relationship, I remember you telling me that I had a nice ass, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, right. And uh, if you recall, though, I said to you that I thought you had a voluptuous derriere yourself. Well, you got to agree with that. You know, Trish, quite frankly, you think about all the the good times we've had together. I mean, I've got to say, baby, you can be on fire. Oh my gosh! I bet she can. A tiny little waist, Trish. And the smell of your hair. Oh yeah, Trish, and I also remember the the sensitivities of your neck. Oh my gosh, Michael! This is really uncomfortable. Thing. Yeah, Trish. We really had some good times together, haven't we? And uh, then, and then there was WrestleMania. Oh, I remember that. Oh, did I forget about WrestleMania? Did I forget about the fact? Did you slap me in my face? Did I forget about that? Guess who's gonna join the Vince McMahon Kiss My Ass Club tonight? Oh, huh? no. Honey, it's you, Trish. That's who it is. It's gonna be you. Oh, yeah. And I'm not asking you to do anything that you haven't done in the past. Maybe under what? different circumstances when we were a little closer. What? All right, and, and maybe this is out here in public, okay? But you know what? I know you like being the women's champion, don't you? It makes you feel good. It makes you feel proud and all your accomplishments. And uh, did I leave out the part I want you to get on your knees? No, oh, no. Oh, please. I think you left that part out up until now. I leave that part out, Trish? Come on. Come on now. Be a good girl. Now, just get down on your knees. How bad does she want to be the WWF Women's Champion? It won't hurt. It won't hurt. Maybe your Others pride. have done this. It's not such a big deal. Just get on your knees. This poor woman. She's can't. doing it! Can see her in the women's title. She shouldn't have to have to go through this. Now then, oh, I'm no. gonna unbuckle my belt. I'm gonna undo my pants. I applaud anyone that is going to take WWE to task at this point. Because, I mean, it's just, 
<clears throat> what about this Walter business? What's your takes on that? You don't want to talk about it? It's, uh, it's tough. Yeah. It hurts all over. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like you just got back from the chiropractor? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so just to give context for the people out there, Walter is a uh, professional wrestler from Austria who um, his gimmick is he beats the shit out of his opponents. I wouldn't necessarily call it a gimmick. It seems to be pretty pretty much real life. Uh, yeah. He, yeah. he I mean, his, is his, heavy handed. His gimmick is, you, you know, everyone knows what a chop is, the open handed whack to the chest. You know, this guy does that a lot. And it's not only is it visibly disturbing, it's audibly disturbing. Whack. And these guys end up doing backflips and their chest is bleeding and, and, and blistering up. It's it's disturbing. Anyway, he's great. He's fantastic. And his name is? And his name is Walter. Walter, <laughs> one word, all caps. N- Kenta. Yeah, right? there's, there's had... a handful of people in history who just, their name is one word, all caps. Yeah, and I'm with it. Uh, yeah, well, Walter is such an unassuming name. Yeah. Um, you know, it, Walter sounds like someone's grandpa. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like when you do capitalize it and you don't have a last name with it and you have it with his presence. Right. It's it's it, pr- pretty intense. If you just describe Walter. Right. Like you just describe Walter for somebody that has never seen Walter and then you go and look at Walter, you'd be like, oh, yeah, Walter. Right. Yeah. He comes. You know, a lot of guys come out to modern day EDM music. Hey, I'm here. All right, baby. Here we go. Nope. Come Walter, on. Walter comes out stone faced like a goddamn uh, 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 statue. Yeah. Uh, looking every bit as frightening to some crazy old, uh, you know, orchestral German tune. Yep. I mean, <laughs> he's a frightening motherfucker. Uh, but anyway, he's fantastic. When he steps in the ring, everyone knows, oh, everything before this was fucking stupid. Yeah. And now we're about ready to watch the show. Yeah. Um, anyway, it was reported that, um, uh, the WWE filed a trademark for Gunther Stark. Yes. Um, and uh, apparently the fans were quick to hit Google and find out that, um, Gunther Stark is the name of, a. Nazi submarine or boat, some uh, captain or commander, some form of higher up in the Nazi military. Sure, sure, yeah. and died with his boat or whatever. Um. Anyway, what so- a hero! <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> you don't have to explain that you're joking, buddy. I might have to. Well, that's the sad part. Yes. That's why I'm going. Oh, come on, because. So I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about my week or my past few weeks. I go through these periods where I seek intellectuals and I want to listen to smart people talk because they don't abide by uh, truly intelligent people don't abide by silly 
political things. So just... you're telling me you didn't listen to Carrot Top on Joe Rogan? I listened to some of that. Okay, I'm joking. It was a bad joke, but keep going. Um. Anyway, so I've been absorbing a lot of books uh, over the past few weeks uh, that are, um, how do I put this? They fly in the face of a lot of sociopolitical um, things mm-hmm. because they, they approach it from a more common sense sort of thing, which a lot of this stuff seems to abandon. And it's, it's on the very le- lacking and it's on the a- left and right. Correct. Uh, that's the point I'm getting at. And yeah. <clears throat> so when I hear, well, the WWE has made this sort of mistake. And uh, first of all, one, his name is fucking Walter. He's been that forever. He's a well-respected and not feared, but like fans, like his name worship is established. Yes. Doesn't need to be changed at all. Right. Well, the WWE thinks otherwise. Well, they're dumb and stupid heads. Walter um, is, I'm sure at this point going, okay, fine. Fuck it. My girlfriend lives in the States and I want to make some of this WWE money for the rest of this contract. Give me my motherfucking movie Because he's going to be moving over to the main roster or whatever he's going to be doing. Yep. Um, and sure, I'll take on your stupid name because none of this really matters anyway. Because the difference in money is staggering. Oh, absolutely. Even just from NXT. Because the difference is there's going to be a lot more t-shirts. There's going to be a lot more action figures. You're going to... There's residuals from... Uh, a lot more things on the WWE network and all these things are going to factor into your pay. Yep. He's going to make a lot more money. Yeah. And I'm sure he's like, yeah, fuck it. You know, well, and, and to a certain extent, look, we all love him. Us indie professional wrestling fans. We love him as Walter, but ultimately he's got to do right by his own checkbook. Now. And this is another thing too, though, is that admittingly when I first heard, I did not hear the full name Gunther Stark. Yeah, I just heard Gunther. Right. So when I heard like, oh, it's a Nazi name, like I went and I looked up Gunther or Gunther or however you want to say it. Pretty common it, German name. And, and it's just a pretty common German name and right. nothing really flagged right. as, hey, this is bad business. But then when you actually found out that it was Gunther Stark mm-hmm. and then you go and go, do that, go, that's a different Google search. I guess. You, you feel what I'm saying? So, and it's no different than, I really wish that I could remember the guy's name, but there was a Japanese wrestler that I think it was Kenzo Suzuki, and they tried naming him like Hirohito or... Ching Ching Nami Nami. Yeah, but like they might as well just name them Pearl Harbor. Right. You know, and it's wrestling and it's not just WWE. Oh, his name was Hiroshima Nagasaki. <laughs> the, it's something like that. Like, and it's like, why for, for fucking what, you know? And it's, well, not- you know what, you know, the answer so they can own the rights. We're talking about WWE, right? Yeah. We, yeah. I, I was about to daisy chain this out of WWE and just saying professional wrestling in general has been plagued with just some really, really dumb ideas that are made sans logic. Sure. Right? Well, sadly, the person who who holds the checkbook is a crazy person. Yeah. Um, What's but, a burrito, pal? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but if you want to make 
that if you want to get a check out of that checkbook, you have to put up with some of that stupid shit. I mean, he yeah. was standoffish for years. He would, you know, he was in NXT UK forever because he didn't want to live in America. Yep. And I'm willing to bet the only reason he's doing it now is because his girlfriend lives in America somewhere. I would just love, and I normally do not advocate people hijacking shows. Mm. If you really want to fuck with them, just start chanting for Walter every time he's in the ring. Well, I think that's going to happen anyway. Because he's he's such a... I mean, you say you can't wait, but are you going to watch WWE? I'm not. I might just to see what the reaction is for a little bit, and then I'll fade out. You know, like, honestly, like, we've talked about it uh, multiple times. Mm -hmm. Just every passing day, it gets harder and harder and harder to want to not only support this company, but coming from the mindset of a professional wrestler. I remember back in the day, every seminar that we would take with a former person from WWE would start the seminar by saying, if your goal is not to make it to WWE, get out of the business. Sure. That is a different business now, my guys. Well, yeah. And, and thank- gals. Thankfully. Yeah. Yes. It, and it, it and, is that way, but, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, I think it still has a lot more, uh, a, a lot more road to hoe. Yeah. You know, it's still not perfect. No. You know, you can make a living in AEW, and AEW's future is not guaranteed. Not at all. You know, um, and as for everywhere else, I mean, they're still playing AAA or AA ball. Yep. So, but anyway, the the reason why I was sort of not excited you brought this up is I, I don't like um, when I see people start sharpening pitchforks and lighting torches right over shit that they don't really believe they're just doing it because they need an excuse to to sharpen a pitchfork right like oh you didn't uh you didn't google uh gunther stark right you know like they i think there's some people they're saying wwe is has this nazi character and that is in some way uh, racist or, or whatever, uh, insensitive to Jewish people, or whatever you want to put on it. And I don't think there's one person that believes that. It's just a stupid mistake that was made. First of all, it shouldn't have been made in the first place because we've already agreed Walter's a fucking pretty rad name. It's pretty synonymous with a scary dude. Right. Um, but if they are going to do it, so they made a mistake and uh, either they'll fix it or they won't. Who gives a well, shit? But because it, it, here's the thing, though, is who that, heard of the name Gunther Stark before today? Right. And but here's uh, somebody that obviously is like trying to like hoard stacks of Nazi memorabilia that what? they can't sell on eBay. Who, I'm, you? No, no, not me. I'm just saying somebody. Who is hoarding Nazi memorabilia? People that know the game named Gunther Stark. Listen, the History Channel has had plenty of deep dives. I'm pretty sure there might be an hour-long documentary on the dude. Hey, look, I've watched, I've watched a lot. I have a pretty big fascination with um, uh, 20th century history. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty fascinated all the way back to just American history. Yep. Um. And so I've watched a lot of documentaries. I've read many books. Uh, This name has not come up. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, this is not some sort of celebrity inside the, the, the SS. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's stupid to even think that 
That'd right. be like if you were to be able to name drop some fucking ship captain in the American army right now. Of course, no one can fucking do that. Right. But for me, uh, from a different perspective, I think the reason why people are upset is because they're not upset. They're fake upset. There's a difference. Well, what are they upset about? Upset about the fact that this company does insensitive shit all the time. Yeah, but it's not insensitive. It's just stupid. It's and well, regardless, there like there's a thin line, right? I think I think there's a big difference. Okay, between I think you have to be uh, uh, actively trying to do something insensitive. Right. If if you make a mistake, it's just negligible. There's right. a, there's a difference and if I go. Uh, Hey, man, you did something and that hurt my feelings. Well, fuck you. Well, All right, that's insensitive. Right. Now, but I can tell you this much right now. For the amount of times that they have been negligible, at this point is inexcusable, in my opinion. Like, I am I mad about it? Not necessarily mad. Sure. Right? But at the same time, I feel like every single person has the right to say, hey, this is a really dumb fucking mistake. Yeah, and but- for some reason, you keep on making really dumb fucking mistakes. And the real way to actually take care of something like this mm. is make a little noise, rattle a cage, and if you really, really, really want to hit them where it hurts, unsubscribe from Peacock, right? Don't buy tickets to the show. Right. Just draw them out and drown them out. But nobody is going to do that because they have a stranglehold on the wrestling industry to this day. Hello, Turnbuckle Boogies. It's James Mattern. I'm at Rockefeller Center on a crispy goddamn night. I hope you guys can read between the lines. When someone says it's crisp out, it means it's fucking not warm. Guys, this has been one of the most confusing weeks in the history Professional wrestling, nerd dumb, news dumb, all the dumbs. I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen a week where a company <laughs> didn't Google the name of a German wrestler who's winking at you for being a nationalist and a world ruler when he decides to change his name because you want to own it. And they didn't Google to find out he was a fucking Nazi. And then instead of just changing his name to like Luigi Jones or something confusing, they just get rid of the last name. Very confusing. Also, in the same week, a radio host who used to be in the business wanted a man who just got out of detox to apologize for going to detox, to the phone, to the fans. Hey guys, I'm so sorry I got my life together and you didn't have me for three months. Whoopsie cakes. What the fuck is going on? Asking Moxley to apologize for detox. What's next there? You're going to apologize. You're going to want black people to apologize to Roddy Piper's ghost for fucking WrestleMania 6. What are we doing, everybody? It's a weird week. And there's still a few hours left. So I can't wait to see what's next. Maybe, maybe... Maybe Vince McMahon could get an apology from all the families of the territories he took fucking under. Let's just fucking wacky Wednesday, freaky Friday this shit up. All right, Turnbuckle Boogies, it's too crisp. I'll talk to you later, huh?
by turnbuckle boogies. I'd like to apologize for someone getting their life together. Fucking que lastima. Well, I mean, concerning the fact that they do it a lot, who are you going to compare them to? What other professional wrestling organization that's been around for, uh, what, 70 years at this point? Correct. And But that's the reason why. And think about just AEW and the fucking silly mistakes they've made in three years. But at the same time, the silly mistakes they made have not fit the transgressions of what WWE has done. I don't know why I'm sticking up for anybody. I'm yeah. saying I'm disappointed in humanity. Right. I'm disappointed in the WWE. I'm disappointed in Walter for uh, taking that check, despite the fact I'm sure he'll enjoy it and be able to retire. Uh, he could retire right now. I don't know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm disappointed in humanity. Right. And, I, and, I, and I, I agree with you to some aspect. You know, like I said, like, it's not 100%. I, I just don't like fucking proselytizing on virtues i can't take it and whenever i see the turnbuckle boogie turn uh twitter page overrun with people's uneducated overly passionate opinions i have to turn it off because it'll affect my attitude of course it'll affect your attitude now i used to work in a restaurant right and i unfortunately the restaurant that i worked at was white nationalist ground zero. Wow. That's every restaurant, right? Spoiler alert. Everyone hates black people in the wait staff to, but I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the customers. Like, Oh, well we, that I can't, I uh, can't speak to that. We or you work at a fucking country kitchen. We would. And it was especially after, uh, Trump's election. Ugh. Okay. I'm walking around the floor. Uh huh. There is a gentleman who appears to be wearing a bad religion shirt. Okay. Okay. All I can see from him sitting down is the top part of the red circle, Mm -hmm. the bottom part of the white circle. And I can see a little bit of black in it. Right. He looks at me and he gives me the nod. Uh Uh-huh. This guy had a swastika t-shirt on out in public. Yes, he did. And it was a deconstructed swastika. It was organized in a way to where it was the SS Balter deconstructed swastika, Uh right? Very similar to that. And the back of the shirt had some very clear text and I can't remember it verbatim, but that he was a Nazi skinhead. Weird. Not more than maybe two months after that. Maybe if he watched Higher Learning, he would change his mind. (laughs) Well, but not more than two months after that, right? Did you ever watch Higher Learning? I didn't see Higher Learning. Yeah, there's an entire, like, Nazi group in this college campus. And then one guy, Michael Rappaport, I think. Yeah. Kills a bunch of black people. Anyways, a hilarious movie. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a humdinger. (laughs) I'm just kidding. It's not a comedy at all. And American History X I watched, but... That I, that had a pretty f- profound message in it too. Two months after that, there is another guy that comes in, mm-hmm. um, tattooed knuckle the neck. Right, he's with what appears to be his son uh-huh. and his granddaughter, and he was wearing a shirt with sets of SS bolts on it. Uh-huh. And there's so many people 
that don't know what that is. Right. Okay. I'll tell you why things like insensitivity mm. offend people like me. Well, insensitivity inf- offends everyone, but just because you're offended doesn't mean you have the right to anything. I'm not just sticking because, up hey, for, uh, for hey, people hey, who hey, like hey, Nazi hey, memorabilia. Right. If if everyone's gonna get be able to fly the freedom flag. Sure. Right. And the freedom of speech flag. Sure. I have just as much right to say something that I am not happy with. I agree. Then they have to put out there. So let me tell you why things like this affect me in a way. <laughs> because okay? we're white, white no, guys and you're bald. No, because we're not white. Because I grew up in a household right. where my sisters were dating fucking skinheads. Weird. No. It, the, it, the, it, at that point in time. No, I'm saying it's weird. Yeah, well, it is. It At that point in time. I was raised around that. That's what I thought was normal. Mm. I was raised around people that were training dogs to attack on the command of the N word. Ooh, yuck. Like, and I know normally we don't talk about stuff like this. (laughs) I grew up with people of color. (laughs) Right. I also grew up Mm -hmm. getting jumped because I was white. Right. There was a period of time when these people were shaping and molding the way that I saw the world Mm -hmm. and miraculously, I was able to start figuring it out for myself. Right. To where I decided, you want to know what? I don't want to be like this. I don't want to live like this. I don't want to have anything to do with these people. And thankfully those people ended up edging them out of our lives but not at the price of property damage right? and physical damage, right? Right. Like, so you can say fake outrage, right? But there are people in the world that it might not be fake outrage for them. There may be people in the world where that does affect them in a different way. It affects me in a different way. Mm. It's tough to say. Well, I mean, it's a... My comment was a that of a gross generalization, right? Not limited yep. to Nazism, right? Because uh, I'm not saying fake outrage. I'm saying there's a a frame of mind that people have been brainwashed into thinking where, when they see stuff, they go, "Ooh, ooh, I'm gonna tell on you," right. and 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 I agree with that, right? And I I see that and I recognize it as elementary behavior and it is and i go fuck this you know that's what i'm saying right obviously there are uh um you know someone like yourself in the story you just said right yeah i'm not saying that that no, that, I know that, that sort of thing doesn't exist <laughs> hey you want to hear my ultimate fear hmm. going to prison um but not for the butthole play Federal pound me in the ass prison. Yeah. As if it was described in office space. You know, it's a different time and I'm a bit more open minded. What I'm really frightful <laughs> of. <laughs> Good to know. Is because I would have to be, I would be forced to join the Aryan nation. That seems like a fate worse than death. Boo. Well, and unfortunately, man, like that, it's something that for the time, mm-hmm. right? For, for the time that we're in, especially after the last year uh, with the absolutely horrendous reality that we do still live in a world where there are small minded people that 
have these really shit takes yeah. and terrible opinions. And instead of realizing that anyone that has a heartbeat, anyone that has a pulse, anyone that has the ability to share the same space mm-hmm. as you do should be able to do so freely without judgment, without question until given a reason to where they personally offend you. They physically try to harm you or someone you care for. You know, there's a lot more about being a human being than trying to say that your side of the fence is better than the other side of the fence. Oh, word. There is a lot of things that these people, and I do believe that there's a lot of these people that racism is taught. Like, I do believe that. Oh. Because the crew that used to be around Oh, me, I know it firsthand. There you go. Yeah. And it's just... I should a, probably say secondhand. Firsthand sounds like I was... A, yeah, definitely say situation. thirdhand. <laughs> Let's go forehand. Yeah, forehands. Distance yourself as far as you possibly can <laughs> from that. But, you know, like, it's just one of those things, man, that I really wish that, like you said earlier, when it comes down to mentioning politics and things like that, there's not a lot of logic Right. That goes into the thought process in order to decipher what is right and what is wrong. Right. Right. And maybe it'd be a little bit different, you know, if if WWE were to hit the abort button, which might be a good idea. Yeah. Right. Maybe if they were to go and say, hey, well, what do you do? What what do you do? Yeah. You 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 just say, hey, we made a mistake. Sure. We didn't realize the mistake that we made until it was made. Sure. And now, I don't even think they need to make yeah, that, that statement. They just, just start calling Walter. Well, they're not going to do that. No. Uh, if, you know, he did say on that NXT episode, they uh, call him Gunther, Gun- Gunther wins. Yeah. Are they going to say Gunther, not Nazi? Well, <laughs> well that- I'm just saying <laughs> I'm if it's just Gunther, yeah. then problem solved. Right. Problem solved, but we'll... Like I said, man, vote your votes with your dollar. Uh, my Peacock account has been canceled, and I'm swapping over to IWTV, and which Grab House is now on, by the way. Shout out Grab House mm. and uh, New Japan. What did you cancel your Peacock account for? Besides the fact that it sucks, that and that? I just yeah, I just really don't. that's what it took. I all these years of garbage and shit. Well, no, here's here. No, all the years of before when the WWE network was available, mm-hmm. the back catalog, right? That's the reason I subscribed to the network was the back catalog. Cause guess what? When I wrestled Hammerstone, guess what I had to do? I did end up having to look up matches with Bret Hart versus diesel. I ended up watching Shawn Michaels versus Vader. You feel what I'm saying? Word. Like, when I was about to have a babyface babyface match, I told Nick Xander, Nikki Two Burgers, I need you to go on the network and I need you to watch One Two Three Kid versus Bret Hart. Right, and that's going to be the feel of the match that we're going to have. So it was at one point in time the WWE Network was a valuable tool for anyone in the industry. We still have all that old stuff on there. Not all of it. And wow, it's right. hard to shift through. Believe me, because I went through trying to find certain matches and I couldn't find them. Peacock sucks. It does. Ugh. And they they're hiding all the episodes of the office on there. Oh. 
I'll just go to a Goodwill. You can probably get the complete set by going to like three different Goodwills in town and you'll be set. Sure. And then you can throw them away with the Batman comics. Weird show, huh? Turnbuckle Boogie is a Devo Looter production and is produced by Timothy Styles and Cody Hancock with web production and music provided by Timothy Styles. For more information, go to turnbuckleboogie.com. And for booking information on Cutthroat Cody Hancock, go to cutthroatcody.com. See you next Monday.